We're inside the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio with J.J. Stangovitz along. I'm Matt Taylor. We're talking about free agency for the Indianapolis Colts and joining the Colts in free agency weapon-wise on special teams. It's kicker Matt Gay. Matt, congratulations and uh, welcome to Indianapolis. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, super excited to be here. I love the Colts. I was here for a little stint on practice squad a couple years ago, and yes. so I'm, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that coming yeah. up. But for you coming back to the Colts, joining it in the regard that you do right now, what was most attractive to you joining the Colts in free agency? I just love the organization. Uh, super family-orientated. Um, I love the people that are in the building. Uh, I know Chris Ballard pretty well. And uh, just just the organization and what they represent, the, their family, they're tight-knit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just uh, – just since I was here, I've just always, you know, had an attraction to the Colts. Yeah, thinking back to that time in 2020 when you were here, just what do you remember about the experience of just being in the building, being around some of the guys who are still here? Obviously, there's been some change, uh, you know, with with a new special teams coordinator yeah. coming in, but Luke Rhodes being here, some of those guys. Yeah, I mean, first off, Luke, um, Luke Rhodes and Rigoberto Sanchez were here when I was here, right? And I got along really well with the guys, um, even though I was. I wasn't the starting kicker. I was kind of on practice squad, but mm-hmm. they kind of took me in, and we got along really well, and we hung out. And um, so knowing that they were still here and that relationship was still was still here was was big for me. Um, and just yeah, knowing that a lot of the people were like DT and some of these guys that are still in the building um, is it, very comforting to know when you're coming back that I, I'm going to know some people. I know the building. Yeah. Um, and you just have a little bit of familiar familiarity with the. Uh, team and the system and kind of how it works even though that there's some new pieces and things like sure that. no doubt about that now you've been one of the most consistent kickers the last couple of years in fact you've only missed six field goals in the last three years how would you describe your consistency how much pride do you take in just being stable and again i just go back to that word consistent reliable and, and clutch in a lot of different scenarios uh i take a lot of pride in it um i think that's just kind of like who i'm identifying myself as sure. someone who's you know consistent who and not just that you see in the stats but you see in day-to-day work consistent in practice and how I go about my routine um in my process and the routine when I do kick so when I go out on the field the same process and I know that if I take care of that that I'm consistent with that the results will will follow mm-hmm. um and if they don't I can be content with the result even if I go through my process and I I can accept what happens yeah and so that's just something I take one kick at a time Um, I try not to get too far ahead and just take it take it one kick at a time and try to make one kick at a time you look at it statistically in your career since 2019 you've only missed 14 field goals and then if you look at it eight of them came in your first year as a rookie yeah. did you make any changes any adjustments or has that just come with time and experience how, how i guess what i'm asking you is how have you been able to make that one year an outlier and then turn yourself into one of the most accurate kickers since the 2020 season yeah definitely my rookie year had um its ups and downs and i think for me just coming into a rookie in the nfl i I didn't know a lot of things, um, and I think I let, like, I don't know if I would say, like, the mentality of the games in the NFL, I, I don't think I realized the severity of how important it was. I know that sounds kind of silly. Um, but then, yeah, after that first year, I made definitely made some changes to some techniques and clean some, clean some stuff up sure. that I can 
just take some things out of it that mm-hmm. I mean there's the less there is to worry about the less it can go wrong the less so I think taking some things out of it and right. simplifying it and making things a little bit easier on myself as far as like routine and steps um, really helped my transition too and then I th- my time here in Indy I think mentally in Tampa was mm-hmm. was hard for me and what I went through down there and then to come here and just be able to have them give you just so much confidence and I mean that came from Chris and I know Bubba's not here but Bubba Ventrone and Luke and Rigo they just you know, they just believed in you. They they tell you good things. They give you confidence. And so my time here in Indy was really, really important for my career because right. I was able to just kind of just reset mentally and physically and just kind of kick free and get back to who I am and how I like to kick. Um, and that kind of set me up for yeah. kind of my time in L.A. Is it one of those things that when you hit, you hit that confidence here and it, it kind of starts growing again and then you start making kicks for the Rams, you start yeah. making kicks in the playoffs, you start making kicks in the Super Bowl, that it just kind of continues to build and build and build um, to the point where you know you, you can go out. I think I, I saw the stat, you're 28 of 32 in the fourth quarter in your career where any situation is not going to phase you when you're kicking a field goal. Yeah, I think definitely – you in your mind you believe you can do it and you know you can do it and you have the confidence that you can do it and then I think you go out there and you make one and the confidence builds and then you make another mm-hmm. confidence builds and then the confidence for me is almost a not thinking like and then it always becomes just like I don't think I jog on the field I kick the ball and I jog <laughs> off and so I think you just get in this routine this rhythm where you're you're not thinking and I think that's where like a lot of this the success comes is kind of just when it's I trust my body and my body knows what to do and I don't have to think about it and I just kind of can go out there and do it and then yeah, yeah you just kind of build on those confidence and I think that's just kind of how it, that yeah I mean, that just builds your confidence just builds as you as you do more and more we were kind of talking about that when did you learn how to miss like how to respond to a miss because I've talked to like closers in baseball who've talked yeah. about you got it you, you know you have to flush it you have to be quick about that is it sort of that you know you just go out there and you're, you're trusting your process you're not really thinking about it so if you do miss it doesn't lead to another one 100 percent. i think i think just kind of as a young kid i kind of always had that like even playing soccer growing up it's like i wanted to be the one to to take the penalty i wanted to be the one to take the free kick like Mm -hmm. i wanted the moment and i was fine like if it if it didn't work like i just wanted it and if it didn't work out it was didn't change the fact that i still wanted the next one or and i think kind of as a young age that just kind of was in me i think when i got to the league that changed a little bit because the severe. I mean, the NFL is a big deal, and I think the severity of a miss. I mean, I missed a game winner in Tampa, um, and you miss kicks and you don't want to let it build, and then you think, okay. But I think if I can trust the process, and if I go by my process the way I know I'm supposed to, yeah, then I can live with the result. Hey, I did everything I should have done. I trusted that, and then I think just for me, the knowledge of knowing that like whether I made or missed the kick it doesn't has no bearing on the next one mm-hmm. like it's a completely new opportunity it's a completely new kick and that's if i made it or missed it i mean that, that just because i missed it doesn't mean that the next one i'm not going to go out there and make it if i can just kind of reset and go the, do the same process and and most of the time you're going to make them I, th- I think that's what, what i've and so i just i've mm-hmm. learned to 
handle the miss and yeah. move on to the next one. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. I mean, <laughs> you know, only, only again, only six misses the last three years. Pro Bowler in 2021, Super Bowl champ that year with the Los Angeles Rams. That's Matt Gay. He's the kicker for the Colts now, coming in in free agency, signing with Indianapolis. And, and Brian Mason is now the special teams coordinator for the Colts. He's a young guy making this transition uh, to a special teams coordinator at the NFL level for the first time. What do you know about him, and, and what excites you working with him now as your special teams coordinator? Yeah, I know Brian had a lot of um, success at the college level, and I know that he's he has an NFL mindset when it comes to special teams and kicking. And just talking with him, I know that that's something that's kind of rare, I think, in college coaches because there's such a difference, difference between college and the NFL and how – they they do a lot of things yeah scheming so, up yeah scheming up and yeah. how they do things and even just like the way they the workload and things like that and how and he uh even just talking to him he's very open to like what i like to do and my suggestions and um feeding off me and so he's he's been nothing but awesome awesome to me so far and so i'm excited to, to work with him and get you know to help each other's careers um and just kind of build off each other and mm-hmm. be able to kind of help one another along this process so Matt, you played one season of high school football. Then you were a soccer player at Utah Valley University, mm-hmm. and then you transferred to Utah and started kicking there. Yep. When did it become real for you that you could be sitting here in this chair, getting a contract from the Colts as a free agent? You could be a Super Bowl champion, a Pro Bowler, put together the NFL career that you have so far. Well, when I was playing soccer at Utah Valley, um, and I decided to make the transition to kicking. I said, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to try and go kick and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it to go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it to go to college. I'm not going to – I could stay in college and play soccer. I could stay these things. But the whole goal was when I wanted to switch because my whole goal was to play professional sports, play soccer professionally. Yeah. And when that wasn't going the way I wanted it to after my LDS mission and things like that, when I got back, it was like, okay, well, how am I going to do this? Even if I want to make some money, I want to do these things, I'm going to try and go to the NFL. And so that was the mindset immediately from when I started kicking. Like, I'm going to quit soccer, I'm going to start kicking, and I'm going to go to the NFL. And then the whole process led me to Utah. I got to Utah and end up playing, and I'm, I'm kicking in games. And I think halfway about halfway through the year, the punter at the time, Mitch Wisnowski, was like, hey, mate, like, I don't know if you know this, but, like, you're, you're in the running for the Lou Groza. And I, yeah, and I, you want it. I had to ask mm-hmm. him. I said, well, "What's the Lou Groza?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Who's I, Lou Groza? Yeah, I, I had to ask him. I said, "What's the Lou Groza?" And we had this talk about like the Ray guy, the Lou Groza, and what it was. And was yeah. like, and then I was like, "Holy cow!" Like, I could win this thing, and ended up winning it. And then I think after that year, it was like, "Okay, this is what I wanted to do, and I set out to do was go to the NFL." But sure, like, I got a shot here. Mm-hmm. Like, I could actually. I could actually do this, and then I got granted. They, we fought the NCAA. I had lost a year and things like that, so I got my second year of eligibility back to play my senior year. And I think going into that senior year, it was like, okay, like if I, if I play well here, if I do this, I, I mean, I go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of after that first year was like, I got a shot to, to, to make a run at this. When, when you transferred to Utah, were you guaranteed a spot to kick? Were you a walk-on, or did you have to compete to then be the, the Utah kicker that year? So I went to a specialist camp for Utah in the summer. I ended up winning the camp, and they granted me. They said, hey, you can walk on here if you want. And it wasn't a preferred walk-on. I had to wait a couple of days till someone got hurt, I think, and a spot opened up in fall camp. 
Yeah. And then I got brought in like three, four days into camp. And there was four of the kickers at the time, and we just started kind of competing and, and kicking against each other. And then it slowly became a battle between me and one other guy. Um, he was a freshman. He was also coming back off an LDS mission, and he was on scholarship, um, things like that. And so it became me and him, and they gave him the start in the first game. And uh, he ended up going out there. He actually missed his first kick, and the coach came to me. And was like, you got, <laughs> You're you got up, brother. <laughs> uh-huh. And I kind of took a second on the sideline and had like a little yeah a moment for myself on the sideline where I just and for me personally, I said a little prayer. I was like, all right, well, this is because I, I go into the game. I'm like, I'm not going to play. Like they gave this guy the start. This is like I'm not going to play. Yeah, yeah. I told family not to come. I was like, I'm not playing. And then he comes to you and says, all right, you get the next one. So I take this little moment on the sideline and was able to go out there and, and make my first kick and kind of settle in, and that's kind of where the process started. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, just walking on. Incredible yeah. journey, and yeah. a new chapter starts here with the Indianapolis Colts. Kicker Matt Gay has signed with the team in free agency. Matt, congratulations for you and your family. I know you have your wife here with you wife, today yeah. as well. So uh, excited for you and Thank can't you. wait to see you here in the spring. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.